This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Breakfast with Ben's podcast here at Trib Live. Tim Ben's with you talking draft. Boy, we did a lot of that for football. Been doing a lot of it for hockey. We're going to do a ton of it for baseball as well this year. The Pirates with the number one overall pick. And the feeling is it's going to be an LSU Tiger from the championship team that just won the College World Series. But which one? Dylan Cruz or Paul Skeens? Joining us today to talk about that is Chris Blair. He's the voice of the LSU Tigers, football, basketball, and baseball. Chris, thanks a lot for taking time to join us. Greatly appreciate the time. Are you exhausted after the College World Series? Well, Tim, first of all, thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, it's a little tiring just because you're away from home for for two weeks. But, uh, you know, it is the the greatest show on dirt as the NCAA tabs it. And uh, this year was no different. And get to see some some great teams, uh, great coaches, great programs, obviously uh, great players that that many of which will be be headed to the next level. So, um, you know, yeah, it's nice to be home. But uh, when you're in it, you don't get tired. You're just having a blast. Man, you're doing all three sports. You get a little vacation you can squeeze in here, or is there like golf you're going to call or tennis or anything like that for LSU in between? Not a lot going to happen in the next 45 days. Um, You know, I'm sure it's great to be back with my family. I'm lucky enough to have uh, a loving wife and two children that put up with me being gone, or maybe the flip side of that is they like me being gone. But either way, I'm going to reintroduce myself to the family and uh, and, then get – to do a couple of cool things before, um, you know, college football uh, comes around, which uh, this merry-go-round seems to crank up faster and faster every year. Well, Chris, I don't know what the ratings were yet here in Pittsburgh for the College World Series, but there were a lot of people in town that treated LSU like they were a suburb here in western Pennsylvania. I mean, people were all about the College World Series here because of the Cruz and Skeens connections. Um, you follow these guys. You covered these guys. How good are they? You saw the best in the business for an extended run in the College World Series. Are they completely deserving of being the one and or two picks as so many people here in Pittsburgh are presuming? It seems that way from the outside. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these two are the the best in college baseball in their respective positions. And that's not uh, hyperbole on my part. I mean, that's talking to you know the, the the men and women who cover this sport uh, not only every day this year but for years and years I mean they talk about Dylan Cruz and being a true five tool player uh, which is interesting because in the championship game Monday night he put all five tools on display uh, Paul Skeens is, is a freak of nature uh, and he's a generational guy at least from a college standpoint to get an opportunity to see him perform. Uh, and be as masterful as he has been since he arrived on campus. And the interesting thing is that two years ago, I saw Paul Skeens in his freshman year at Air Force. They came and played LSU early in the non-conference. And at that time, he came in, gave up the first home run to Dylan Cruz in his freshman year. Um, and 
Paul Skeens was nothing more than a footnote uh, in, on a stat page. Uh, Dylan Cruz uh, was the one that made the headlines that day with his first career home run. Uh, but after going to the Air Force, and again, just goes to show you, I mean, you don't just apply to go to the Air Force Academy. Everybody understands how you get there. Uh, his work ethic, his preparation, it's already on a professional level. And when he decided and his coach at Air Force decided that, hey, I know you always wanted to be a fighter pilot, and that's certainly something uh, high to aspire to, but you've got a chance to make generational money, uh, life-changing money uh, in the sport of baseball, and you need to go somewhere to, to, to make sure that happens in the next couple of years. So uh, LSU was his choice. Um, and again, he was phenomenal. There's nobody like him in college baseball. Most of the, the gentlemen I know that you guys probably watched on television, Ben McDonald, Kyle Peterson, Chris Burke, the analysts for ESPN, they all said he could be pitching right now. I mean, put him on a roster, he'd be on a mound somewhere in the major leagues. Now, they don't say that very often. Um, and I know Kyle Peterson, who I saw uh, Monday night before the championship game. So there's only four or five people on the planet Earth that can do uh, what Paul Skeens can do with a baseball. So long-winded answer to tell you, yeah, both of these guys are deserving. They're the top two players uh, in college baseball in 2023. Paul Skeens is a pitcher who happens to be able to hit the ball pretty well, but his his future is going to be on the mound. And then Dylan Cruz can do it all. Um, he's got one of the best uh, whiff rates, lowest rate lip whiff rates in college baseball, and it compares to um, the average in Major League Baseball. Um, he's a fastball seeker and he can do damage when you give him a fastball. Uh, he's disciplined at the plate. He covers a ton of real estate in the outfield. If you hit it his way, it's going to be an out. If he can get to it, you're going to be out. Uh, and he's a very good base runner, smart base runner, just all around, just, just great player. Chris Blair with his play-by-play voice of the LSU Tigers for baseball and basketball and football as well. Talking baseball now with the draft coming up, the Pirates holding the number one pick in the draft Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens likely to go one two and that definitely seems to be the case on just about every draft board in terms of talent Chris there is a question and here in Pittsburgh for some those that want to see Cruz be the guy a concern that he might not want to come here because of slotting there's a belief at least that's been talked about on ESPN that he might ask for some overslot for being the number one guy and Pittsburgh may not want to go there. Have you heard anything about that, that he might not want to come to Pittsburgh specifically? Uh, I know Boris is his guy. So um, he's had an issue here with the pirates in the past. Yeah, I think that's probably where it starts. And, you know, I've heard things no more, no different than what you have or what anybody's reading or, or what's on Twitter, which, uh, you know, in my opinion, in my um, experience, about 98% of that is is nonsense. But having said that, I believe that Dylan Cruz and, and what will be his representation uh, feel like he is the number one player, should be the number one pick, and that which should bring uh, a set number, whatever that value is that they placed on it, uh, for his services. Um, so there was some talk, again, just from people uh, in and around the College World Series that thought that Paul Skeens suddenly now might be the first pick because maybe there's a way to get him for less money than Dylan Cruz. So, um, again, I don't have any inside information. I certainly don't meet with, with Dylan and his agent. We were having fun, Dylan and I in Omaha. Uh, all of that stuff seemed to be a lifetime away. Um, but I think there's some – you can follow and connect the dots and see why that's probably at least, if not true – it's easy to kind of put that together and say, well, he may want more money. He may want something a little better out of the gate. But 
Um, I know this about Dylan Cruz. Um, his parents are five star. Uh, both his mom and dad are incredible human beings and they've done an incredible job as a father myself. Uh, and I've said this a thousand times about Dylan. Anybody who has a son would want him to grow up to be Dylan Cruz, not because of what he does on the baseball field, but because of the human being he is. And the reason he's so beloved here in Baton Rouge and will always be a legend in South Louisiana, and for that matter, LSU fans across the globe, is what he did in the community. And the time he took were people who were not as blessed as he was. Um, and so I think, again, he's he's worth every penny for what he can do on a baseball field. But for me, he's just uh, he's a great young man and an example. In a day and time where it's all about me, 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 that's not really been Dylan's M.O. He goes out, does his job. He's the best player in college baseball, doesn't showboat, just simply goes out, packs a lunch, does the work, and uh, you know lets his play speak for himself. So I don't want to put any – I certainly would fight against the notion that he's out there trying to, to put people over a barrel. Now, business is business, and now he's moved from amateur play to professional play and his people will take care of the business side. Uh, but from a young man's perspective and from a, um, a hero perspective or a superstar pers uh, perspective, uh, Dylan Cruz is every bit worth every penny he can get. Is the sense accurate that it's merely about the signing bonus now, or is it a perception that he and his representation might have about Pittsburgh and the second contract? Do you think that might have them ill at ease? Well, again, I think he would have to go back to his agent in the history. Um, and I don't, certainly don't follow her enough. I'm busy with, with college football, basketball, and baseball to get into the weeds with Major League Baseball other than just a passing fan. Mm -hmm. But I am well aware of the fact that there's been a history between his agent and that organization. So is it because of the upfront bonus money? Is it because what he thinks will happen when they come back for a second time around? I don't know. I don't know the history between the two. But it makes sense to me that there's going to be trepidation or at least this warning shot across the bow to say, hey, look, I know what's happened in the past and we are not going to let that happen with Dylan Cruz. So, again, all speculation on my part. Meanwhile, Skeens, as I've read, has the same representation that Henry Davis does, the former number one pick by the Pirates, who just recently got called up to the big leagues. And that all seemed to work out swimmingly, so that might be another reason why they lean in that direction from a business standpoint. I think, to use your word here, Chris, if there's trepidation to be had from a Pirates fan standpoint about Skeens, it's, well, pitchers, number one overall, what about their arms? What about the injury rate, et cetera? Uh, we saw that when Jamison Tyon was the number two overall pick a very promising player who's still pitching now but certainly ran into an abnormal amount of injuries during his time in the Pittsburgh Pirates organization as far as the delivery as far as his mechanics as far as what you know about his arm how sound is he and how worthy of a risk is there pitcher aside I get it it's going to happen to any pitcher potentially to have an arm injury but how safe is Skeens in that regard versus the norm you know, I think he is a little higher um, in in a safe bet, so to speak, Tim, than 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 typical. And again, not not an athletic trainer, no medical license. I did not go to medical school. Medical school. I went to medical school the same place and went to law school, which was neither. So, I want to I want to preface by saying that first. But what I can say is that I've been around a lot of major league pitchers. Uh, LSU's been fortunate enough to to have several who then, after their careers come back and live in Baton Rouge. They come and continue to work out at the LSU um, 
uh, lab, both the hitting lab and pitching lab that they have on campus. So I'm around them a lot. And the body makeup of Paul Skeens is very different than most. He is a giant human being. Uh, I don't know how he would have ever fit into a F-16 cockpit. Um, had a chance to sit with him on the road, eat breakfast, and sometimes dinner with him. And he's just a huge human being. And again, anything can happen when you're when you're asking somebody to do with the human body what major league pitchers are asked to do. Uh, but he's a different makeup. And again, he's got a very specific rest and uh, procedure that he goes through. And that's why, you know, the question this past week was, would we see him three times? Would we possibly see him in that championship game? Well, I think it was a chance, but he was probably on a 30 or 40 pitch count uh, if he had pitched in that championship game um, because he has a very disciplined. And again, it goes back to his ability in spending two years at the Air Force Academy. Those guys seem to be pretty routine oriented overall um, that that I think he's got a chance to really be able to do that as opposed to, again, what we've seen in a lot of times taking a risk on a pitcher that throws 100 plus miles an hour, how much tread is left on the tire. Um, I'd put, I'd put my money on Paul Skeens just because I've seen what he's done. I've talked to the trainers who've worked with him at LSU. They've talked about how some of the things he brought personally, they're going to continue to institute with pitchers. They continue to recruit and develop here at LSU. So I think he's on to something. I don't know where he got it. I don't know if he invented it, got it from the air force, got it from whoever, but conditionally, I think he has the ability to withstand the type of strain that it's going to take. So. Again, I you know, midway through the season, it was almost overall consensus that Dylan Cruz would be the, the number one pick because of the five tool skills, the fact that he was, again, a position player as opposed to a pitcher. And I know that some of the business side over the last three to five days has impacted that some, but I also saw where people felt like Paul Skeens was the best bet to go with because Again, there's only three or four or five people on the planet that can do what he does, and that will bring uh, that will bring eyes to him out of major league front offices. But um, I, I just really think that for me, I told my son coming up, I'd rather you play a position than a pitcher because they're asking young kids today with travel ball to 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 pitch and play so much more than we did coming up in my generation. Um, I mean, they play 70, 70, 80 games a year from the time they're eight years old to, to high school. Um, and I told him for that very reason, I'd rather you really concentrate on being a position player because I think there is only so much tread on a tire. Um, so I know that's a big concern. It's always going to be a big concern, but uh, I would give Pittsburgh fans a little bit of solace in the fact that, uh, number one, he's an incredible human specimen, and number two, He's uh, Tom Brady-like when it comes to taking care of his body in all phases. I'm reading between the lines maybe a little bit, Chris, but I'm getting the vibe that if you were in Ben Sherrington's shoes, business-wise, perhaps being the biggest reason, um, I'm just getting the sense from you, it, it almost sounds like you're feeling like Skeens might be the guy for Pittsburgh, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Just, again, listening, and and again, I, I try to do twice, even though I get paid to talk for a living. I, when I'm not in the booth, I try to listen twice as much as I talk. Um, it was advice I was given a long time ago that seems to work well for me. Um, and just listening to people talk about it, they felt like that in the last, for whatever reasons, two to three weeks, and it may have been because of the run Paul had in the regional, super regional, and college world series, that after – four-fifths of the season, it was always Dylan Cruz, the number one pick, Skeens the second pick, and Langford out of Florida, the third pick. 
suddenly over the last two to three weeks, that first and second slot has started to wiggle a little bit. I don't think that's all about business. Again, I say that. Uh, but if there is some hesitation due to some business dealings, I, I think for me, just as a fan watching the news and reading Twitter, it looks like to me Pittsburgh's probably going to go with Paul Skeens. Last thing, Chris, is there a pitcher that Skeens reminds you of in the big leagues? And the same question about Cruz as a well position player. I mean, Cruz is pretty easy to me because I think he is a young Mike Trout. And I know people say, well, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. But, um, I mean, he put, like I said, it, it, the best thing for Dylan on Monday night was his ability to show everything he does in one encapsulated game. Because we've talked for three years about how he doesn't get enough credit for what he does in the field. Um, because, again, he's he finished the year batting 426 in 71 baseball games. Um and, you know, that's that's incredible. Um, he, his strikeout rate has dropped dramatically since his freshman, sophomore, and junior year. The other thing is his selectiveness at the plate has increased so much that his walks uh, almost doubled uh, from his freshman year. And, again, this is a guy that plays every day, so it's not as, like, not as if his at-bats had increased as well. I mean, he's just – he's that good. But defensively, he's so solid if it goes – in the air anywhere from outside the 375 line in left center to outside the 375 line in right center Dylan Cruz is getting it um and for me that's why I think Mike Trout comes to mind because again he's just a great hitter and he's a great fielder he's just a great all-around player Paul Skeens is a little harder for me just simply because again readily admitted I yeah, well, just the size. I mean, he just doesn't look like. I mean, Ben McDonald, who people may remember, he's on the Orioles broadcast now. He's a mm -hmm. uh, he was the first Golden Spikes Award winner until Dylan Cruz won it uh, earlier this week. But Ben McDonald, to me, is what I see a lot of guys that are six 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 seven and they're broad shoulders. Um, they've got a powerful upper body, upper body, big hands, but not necessarily the biggest trunk. Um, you know, they usually have not not unathletic, but they're just not huge. I told Paul. The, earlier this year during the Auburn series, I said, look, buddy, I know you're going to have a long career in the major leagues, but when that's over, if you're still a relatively young man, you ought to consider the WWE um, because he's, <laughs> he's, he's built like that. Uh -huh. um, so again, it's hard for me to compare him uh, to, to somebody in the major leagues. Um, and again, also because I don't get a chance to watch as much. I get, I get highlights more so than actual games just because of my schedule. Um, but he's everybody I've talked to, from Kyle Peterson to Ben McDonald uh, to the coaches who are around him at LSU. I've heard coaches who talk about him um, in, in our opposing coaches in the SEC. And, I mean, it's just one of those players that, at least for LSU, a very proud program with seven national titles, they've had two come along in 30 years. So that's uh, that should speak pretty highly of, of what Pittsburgh or any other team would get uh, in a big right-hander in Paul Skeens. Thanks a lot for the time, Chris. It was great having you on. I appreciate the perspective. You know these guys very well. You've covered them their whole time there, and uh, it's great to know that we can rely on you for some uh, background. It's going to come in very useful as we continue to watch this until the draft next month. Thanks a lot. No doubt about it, Tim. Thanks for having me on. And again, regardless of who they take, if they get either Paul or Dylan, uh, they're getting a great baseball player and a great human being, and they should be happy for that. Chris Blair, voice of the LSU Tigers.